This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Amy Held. Saturday marks three years since the insurrection, and new data indicate Republicans are growing more sympathetic to those who stormed the U.S. Capitol. NPR's Domenico Montanaro reports fewer Republicans today believe protesters were mostly violent compared to 2021. A Washington Post University of Maryland poll finds that just 18 percent of Republicans say that the protesters at the Capitol on January 6, 2021, were mostly violent. That's far less than the half of independents and three quarters of Democrats who say they were. The poll results come after a three-year public relations blitz by former President Trump and his allies to whitewash what happened that day and absolve him from blame. Given the warm feelings Trump retains with his base, Republican leaders have largely gone along with excusing Trump's conduct, which has only made him stronger in his quest to yet again win the Republican presidential nomination. Domenico Montanaro, NPR News, Washington. Challenges to Trump's candidacy based on his role in the insurrection are being considered in swing states, including Arizona, Nevada, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Two states have already taken steps to remove him. Trump has appealed Maine's decision and is expected to appeal Colorado's to the U.S. Supreme Court. In southeast Iran today, state-run media say a pair of explosions killed more than 100 people and wounded scores more. It happened as thousands gathered in the city of Kerman to mark the fourth anniversary of the U.S. drone killing of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. NPR's Peter Kenyon has more. Since his assassination, Soleimani has been lionized in Iran as a symbol of what uh, the country's leaders call the country's resistance to oppression by the West in general and the United States in particular. While Iranian officials have called it a terror attack today, they have not specified who is behind it and there have been no claims of responsibility. At last check on Wall Street, stocks are broadly lower, and investors are on the lookout for new details of the most recent Fed meeting. NPR's Scott Horsley reports markets are betting that interest rates will be lower in the coming year. The Fed will release minutes from its December meeting this afternoon, and that could offer some guidance on the future course of interest rates. With inflation easing, the Fed has signaled it's probably done raising rates. On average, Fed policymakers expect to cut their benchmark rate by three-quarters of a percentage point this year. Tesla sales got a boost in the most recent quarter after the electric car maker slashed prices. Tesla says it sold more than 484,000 vehicles in the fourth quarter, bringing its total for the year to just over 1.8 million. That's a 38% increase from the previous year. The federal debt continues to grow after Congress agreed to suspend the government's borrowing limit last summer. The Treasury Department says U.S. debt now tops $34 trillion. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. And you're listening to NPR News. Russia and Ukraine today engaged in the biggest single release of captives since Russia's full-scale invasion nearly two years ago, exchanging hundreds of prisoners of war under a deal sponsored by the United Arab Emirates. It's been months since the last POW exchange. A judge in California is allowing a case involving Snapchat and drug dealers to move forward. Families bringing the suit blame the social media platform for the overdose deaths of their children. NPR's Kristen Wright reports. 
The families say their children died from fake drugs laced with fentanyl bought from dealers on Snapchat. The social media company tried to get the case thrown out, but a judge ruled the suit can move forward on most claims, including negligence and wrongful death. Paul Del Ponte with the National Crime Prevention Council says it's a victory for parents. Social media companies cannot use uh, what's called Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act as a get-out-of-jail-free card, absolving them of all liability, especially when it pertains to the sale of illegal drugs. Fentanyl deaths are rising among children. Last year, Snapchat told NPR it had improved software to identify and remove drug dealer accounts. Kristen Wright, NPR News. Thousands of doctors have walked off their jobs in Britain at the start of a six-day strike set to be the longest in the history of the state-funded National Health Service. Managers say tens of thousands of appointments and operations will have to be postponed. Britain has endured a year of rolling strikes across the health sector, all over the soaring cost of living. And you're listening to NPR News.